Blog Talk Radio. Good day to you. It's Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach, coming to you today on the Goals Coach Daily. That's your question. Do you have a goal that is on life support? I mean, literally, something that you've been working on for so long that you have no idea when you'll actually reach it or if you'll actually, in fact, reach it. Have you ever or have you recently thought about giving up on a dream? Well, today we're going to talk about fixing broken goals. You know, if you're working on something and trying to get to some place that you've never been in your entire life, then chances are you will stumble along the way. Chances are your plans will not always come to pass exactly the way in which you had envisioned them. That's a natural part of it. But what do you do when you fall down? Well, I'm going to share with you how you can get up when you fall down and how you can keep going. You know, about... uh, Eight years ago, I started out on a venture. I decided that I was going to commit my life to helping people to maximize their potential and to really go for their dreams. At the time, I was working on a book called Breakout, Your Complete Guide to Getting Unstuck. And actually, the title has changed more than a few times over the years, and it's a work that uh, we're nearing completion on, but quite not, not there yet. That work was a primary piece of what I was stepping out into when I went into my business. If you're someone who ever went out after their own thing and and working on their own stuff, you know that sometimes things just don't work out the way that you wanted them to work out. And I found that to be the case. I actually reached a point in that business where I had to step away from it. I reached a point where I had to go back to work. I had to go back into the industry that I came from. And what I learned from that, from that experience, I'm going to share with you today. I'm going to share with you how you can troubleshoot a goal. If you're working on something and it's just not working out and you're getting frustrated and you're getting worried and you're getting concerned, how do you troubleshoot the problem? What's really going on here? It's not just one thing. It could be a number of things, and it depends on where you were or where you are in that process. So we're going we're gonna to talk about how to troubleshoot a broken goal and how we can begin to to fix a broken goal. We're also going to talk about uh, five things that you can do, five steps that you can take, uh, to to approach it and, and to get over it, to get up if, in fact, you are not producing those results that you want. Now, this is a program that's brought to you by AboutGoals.com, a website that's dedicated to helping people to maximize their potential and reach their goals. And I was talking to someone the other day, and, and uh, the, we were talking about life coach versus goals coach. And, you know, there are not a lot of goals coaches out there when you're, when you're looking for a coach. There are a lot of life coaches, but not a lot of goals coaches. And I was sharing that, you know, part of the reason why I focus specifically on goals is because within a goal is some is the ability to act. You know, I, I, I typically work with people who, uh, you know, they have something specific that they want to get done. And you can learn a lot of lessons from from working towards a goal. So today we those lessons. And on the website aboutgoals.com, we share those lessons with you as well. Uh, if you are interested in, in uh, having a coach or, or receiving some coaching, there's actually an opportunity that we have that's coming uh, to a close soon. 
but right now you can still receive 30 days of, of online coaching um, free of charge in the coaching zone. So go to outgoals.com, sign up for that. As I said, it's not going to be around forever, and we are coming to the end of, of that campaign. So if you have if you have a goal, a dream, or, or an idea that you're working on and, and you want to get some help over the next 30 days, go out to aboutgoals.com under the coaching zone. Uh, you'll see a little free 30-day coaching. Click on that and register for the coaching zone and, uh, and, and get on with the business of making those goals and dreams come true. But let's get back to our topic today, fixing a broken goal. So what do you do if you've reached a point where this thing is just not working and it doesn't look like it will ever work or like it's ever going to happen for you? You know, the first step that, that I want you to take, and I want you to do this right now, if you're in that place, if this applies, or if you know of someone else who may be struggling to, uh, to make a goal happen in their life, first thing I want you to do is to acknowledge that you're not producing the results or outcomes that you, that you want to produce. Okay, I, I typically don't look at uh, failure as failure. I look at it simply as, you know, you take an action, you produce an outcome. Either it's an outcome that you want or it's an outcome that you didn't want. And if it's an outcome that you want or if it's a result that you want, then great. You continue to do it until you satisfy, uh, until you reach that goal. If you produce an outcome that you don't want, meaning that, you know, you stepped out on it and it's just not working out and, and, and what you got at the end was not what you were looking for or what you'd hoped for, then you simply need to change what you're doing. Let's get past this idea of success and failure for a moment and let's subjectively look at what's happening here. You're, you're taking a step. It's producing an outcome. If you like the outcome that you're getting, great. Keep doing it. If you don't like the outcome that you're getting, then stop doing it, plain and simple. Now, if you're working on a big goal, then you need to measure that outcome against time, meaning that it's not enough to produce something that's going to that's gonna satisfy a need of the moment. You need to measure the efficacy of that outcome or that result over time, meaning that if I continue to do this, will it take me where I'm going? If I continue to uh, to take the steps that I'm taking, will it take me where I'm going? Okay, so you've got to do that so that you don't end up just taking a bunch of uh, but the quick steps or, or some quick hits to get where you where you're trying to get to. Now the uh, the second step. Now first you know you acknowledge that you know quite frankly I'm just not producing the outcomes that I want. That's step number one. Second step is to objectively accept where you are. And what I mean by that is you, you need to look at uh, acceptance as really a bridge and not a barrier. You know, acceptance can mean that it's the end of what you're going to try to do. You accept and you just give up. Or acceptance can mean that, okay, this is where I am. What do I need to go? What do I need to do to get where I want to go? See, wherever you're going in life, you have to start where you are. Think about that for a moment. I just, let's, let's let that set in for a minute. Wherever you are going in life, you have to start where you are. You can't jump a st- You can't jump to that place that you want to get to. You start from where you are. So if you've had tremendous failures in your life, or if you've had situations where you just couldn't produce the desired outcome that you want, or maybe you just really blew it, whatever it is, accept it simply as where you are right now. Whatever your circumstances, whatever the condition of your business is, be it good, bad, or indifferent, it is where you are right now. 
and accept that. Because when we resist that, when we try to, to struggle against the reality of what's happening, you waste a lot of time, you waste a lot of energy, and you get disempowered because, quite frankly, you can't change it. If you've made a mistake in the past that, 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 and you're living with the consequences of it today, you can't change the past. You can't go back in time and say, well, it never happened. You can't get a do-over. You can only get a do-better. There are no mulligans in life. There are no do-overs in life. It's just a do-better. You start right where you are, right in the place that you are in right now, and you begin to develop a plan and take steps to get to the place that you're trying to get to. So, one, acknowledge that you're not producing the results or the outcomes that you want, and be okay with that. Accept where you are simply as where you are. It is the beginning of where you are going. And then let's get on with the business of getting there. Another uh, step, the third thing is that you want to look for the bright spots. You know, when I, uh, when I, when I started the business and had to, to, to walk away from it, what I didn't do is to look at what was really working. You know, because some things were working well. Uh, what are the bright spots? Well, uh, Chip and Dan Heath, uh, they're the authors of the book How to Make Change Happen or How to, make, uh, how to Change Things When Change is Hard. You know, they define a bright spot as a successful effort worth emulating. You know, so often when we're working on changing something, we, uh, we, we want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. And, and there's some things that are working. There's some things that we're doing well. You want to, you want to acknowledge those things and, and work from that. And then you want to take it a step further. You want to look at others who are producing the results that you want to produce and look, at, and look for their bright spots. You know, what's working? What's, what, um, what efforts are they taking that's worth emulating? So find the bright spots. You know, look for those bright spots in what you're doing and then look for the bright spots in what other people are doing. Now, here's a key piece. If, in fact, you have trouble finding others who are working on the stuff that you're working on, then one of the challenges that you may be facing is that you are not a part of a community of like-minded people moving in the direction in which you are moving. And what I mean by that is that you're basically taking an, you're taking an island approach to reaching your goals. You see, one of the advantages of being a part of a, of a community of like-minded people who are moving in the direction that you're moving in is that you do have the opportunity to benchmark your efforts against uh, what other, to, to, to look at rather what others are doing and benchmark what you're doing against that. You know, also you have an opportunity, to, you have access rather to information and, and the experiences that other people have had as it relates to what you're trying to do. So one of the things, that's an action step, and it comes up a little later on when we go through the troubleshooting, but right now, it, you know, if you are not a part of a, of a vibrant community of like-minded people, either online or, or um, in, in, the, in, the, in, I don't want to say the real world, because actually online is becoming the real world for a lot of us. So if you're not a part of an active community of people who enjoy what you're doing, then you need to become an active part so that you can begin to learn from others who are doing what you want to do and also so that you can teach those who may just be starting out. That's a key thing. As a coach, you know, I'm a member of the ICA. Um, I'm, I'm actively involved in coaching in my profession. As a, as a speaker, I, I know other speakers. I'm connected with other speakers. 
you know, as a as a um, uh, an online uh, person who does business online, I'm connected with other people who are involved in, in in doing business online. And the reason that you're involved in those communities is so that you can grow from them and that you can, again, find bright spots. And if that's not something that you're a part of, then that might be a key problem there. So first thing you want to do is acknowledge that, hey, you know what, I'm not producing the results that I want to produce, ma'am, and that's okay. And just look at it simply as that. You're not failing. You're not you know, you're not struggling, you're not, uh, your your dream is not dying on the vine, you're not a bad this, you're not a poor that. You, it's just that you you took some steps and those steps produced outcomes and results that you didn't want or they and, and they failed to produce the outcomes and results that you did want, so we need to simply change what we're doing. Step first thing, acknowledge it. Second thing, objectively accept where you are. Accept where you are right now in your life. This is the beginning, this is the starting point to getting where you're going. And remember what I said, wherever you are, um, you're going to have to, to start from wherever you're going, rather you're going to have to start from where you are right now. Third step is to look for the bright spots. Look for the bright spots. Look for the bright spots. Those things that are working that's worth emulating, those things that are working, those things that you are doing well that's worth uh, that's worth uh, duplicating and, and continuing to do. Now, some of this, the, the looking for bright spots, might not be something that you can do simply uh, in your head. You know, again, I, I tell, uh, you know, I say it and I can't say it enough. Don't be afraid to take the drama to the page. Get out of your head. Get it in your hands. Get it out. Get those thoughts and those ideas out of that place that. Uh, that that they're currently in, and look at them. Be able to look at them. Be able to write them down and, and to to measure them as, as being good, bad, or indifferent, or or useful or, or not useful. All right. So those are three things that you can do uh, to help fix a broken goal. Let's talk about troubleshooting the problem. Troubleshoot the problem. That's the fourth thing that you can do. And and there's some there's some questions that you can ask. I'm going to ask these questions of you, and you you answer. Uh, honestly and to yourself, and and, we're, and and we'll talk about some next steps after that. The first question that you want to ask when you're troubleshooting your goals, a broken goal, is do I have it written down? Do I have a written plan? I know, I know you guys are getting tired of hearing me to tell you to write your goals down, but it amazes me that the more I say it, the more I find that I need to say it because most people try to raise their goals, their dreams, their ideas in the same place in which it was conceived, in their head and their heart, and you can't do that. It has to move from your head and your heart, and it has to get into your hands somehow. And the best way to do that, starting out, is to write it down, get it out of your head. So I don't want you to sit there and nod and go, yeah, I know to do that. I'm asking you, if you feel like you have reached a sticking point with your goals and that your goals are broken, I am asking you, honestly, do you have it written down? Is there a written plan? Okay? If the answer is yes, you have a written plan, then the next question I have for you is, is it detailed with measures, dates, and specific steps? Because that's another challenge that we sometimes find, we sometimes have. We write down an idea, but we never take it to a point where it's been refined and it's been de- and, and we actually uh, have detailed 
steps in it that were taken. Now, if you tell me that, yes, it has measures and dates in it and specific steps, then I have another question for me, for you. If you say that, no, I don't have measures in it, then the action step, the thing that you need to do right now is to develop the plan or strategy to reach your goal, to do that with measures, dates, and specific steps. Right there, that's the big problem that that uh, that you may be experiencing is that without a written plan, you're actually operating and you're going, um, you're measuring your success by your gut, and by your gut, you know, you're either moving it forward or you think you're not, and you may be moving it forward and, and not realize that you uh, that you are, or in fact, you may not be moving it at all and thinking that yeah, I'm making some great progress, so I should be making progress. So. Um, you know, if you don't have a detailed plan with measures, dates, and specific steps, then develop that plan or strategy to reach your goal. If you do, my next question is, if you have a detailed plan, if you have a written plan and it's detailed, um, has it been reviewed by someone who has done what you want to do? Has that plan been reviewed by someone who's in that place that you're trying to get to? And, again, this comes back to being a part of a community of individuals who are moving in that direction. See, sometimes we have great ideas that really are not that great. We don't realize it, uh, but, you know, in fact, it may not be the, the you know, the, the best thing since sliced bread. It might just be, you know, worse than sliced bread. But you don't know that until you have another set of eyes look at it. And what you want to do with that is you want to make sure that, you, you have someone who is um, very objective in taking a look at it, someone who's not invested necessarily, um, and someone who uh, whose interest is just in giving you feedback at this point. You don't want to share it with someone who potentially, um, you know, might benefit from doing business with you. And the reason for that is because of the fact that, you know, regardless of, of what's going on, they just might come up with something that they can do for you that, uh, that that would lead you to buying a service or product or whatever. So you want to find you want to find that group of individuals that you're a part of, and you're you're looking for um, kind of a peer review. I'm saying a peer review, but it's actually someone who's a little further along than you are in this process. So if they if you've done that, you know, did you incorporate the suggestions that they suggest that you make? You know, did you take their advice and and modify that plan? If you did then, you know, simply let's go to the next thing. But if you didn't, then you need to do that. You know, if you haven't had someone else take a look at it and kind of bless that plan, so to speak, um, then that's what you need to do. And it seems funny because we think of going at, at things alone, particularly if you are an entrepreneur. You know, one of the things that, that's a part of the entrepreneurial spirit is the ability to go at it alone. So we think of ourselves sometimes and we see ourselves as kind of that lone ranger. Very often the person who has the wherewithal to go out and start their own business is not necessarily the best team player. Let's just be honest, okay? Now, they're good leaders, no question about that, but they're usually someone who has an ability to uh, to kind of act on their own counsel. Now, that's, that, that's a good thing and a bad thing. You know, sometimes we need to have someone else look at it and just kind of go, hmm, yay or nay. This is good. This is not. Whatever. And don't let it hurt your feelings. And and um and be open to the the feedback that you get. So first thing, do you have a written plan? If it is a written plan, is it detailed? If it is detailed, have you had someone else take a look at it? If they've looked at it and they've given you suggestions, have you incorporated the, the suggestions? And if you've done that, then the next question that I have for you is: Are you following the plan, man? 
you know, years ago when I was working on um, on on my business and 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 had to step away from it, you know, I had a plan, but I just it went sideways. Okay, I just stopped following the plan, and that happens. Opportunities come up, situations happen, things come to mind. We get into a routine that's not uh, that that works for us for a short period of time, but it doesn't work for us over a long period of time. And because we get into those routines, we we step away from the plan, or we just look at our plan as as kind of a starting point. You know, there are a number of people who who take the time to create good business plans, and then they just put them in the drawer. And that business plan should be something that is a living, breathing document. It should be something that's alive in what you're doing each day. It's not just a way to seek support or finance. It's actually a plan that that should be working for you. And that means that from time to time you may have to modify it and you have to adjust it, but you never put it away. You never put it away um, in a place that you can't get to it on a regular basis. It should be alive in what you're doing. That's a business plan. Same thing is true with your goals and the things that you are working on, regardless of what area they happen to be in. You know, writing something down sometimes seems counterintuitive because we are going on a feeling. And when you move from feelings um, to writing something down, you, you kind of you're stepping away from that place that you may have been in when you started writing them, when you started. Uh, the goal or you have the idea for it. But that's the reason why you need to write it down. Left brain, right brain. We want to do, you want your creative side to work with your logical side, and, and you want those things to work together to, um, to, to your benefit. So do you have a written plan? Are you following a written plan? If you're not following a plan, the action step is very simple. Identify the next step in your plan Today, 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 sit down, look at that plan, identify what the next step is, and then schedule time to take it. Schedule time to take it. Remember that things that are on our to-do list are on a someday maybe list. They're on a sometime win list. You know, to-do list items are different from things that have a, a firm place on your calendar and that we tend to um, – have things uh, we we tend to or, uh, organize our life around scheduled events, and we slip things in as we can. Um, but those things that we slip in generally don't take the priority; or they don't have the same priority that a scheduled item has. So, when you sit down and you identify the next step in your plan, schedule it. Put it on your calendar. Um, schedule time to do it. That way, you ensure that you have made some real space in your life for this thing, particularly if the goals that you are working on are goals that you are doing in addition to earning a living or, um, you know, in, in addition to a nine-to-five. You need to schedule time to take those steps. You need to make real space in your life for your goals, okay? And that's going to help you to to follow the plan that you've developed. So if you've written your plan and you're following your plan. If you if you haven't done those things, and again, I've given you action steps, things that you need to do in order to uh, in order to to fix this broken goal that you have. If you have done those things, if you do have a written plan and you are following the plan, then the next question that I have is: Is it taking longer than you anticipated to reach certain benchmarks? Is it taking you longer than you anticipated to to reach certain benchmarks? You know, working on big goals is kind of like walking across the country. I'm not going to mention her name this time because I think I mentioned her name yesterday, but we're just going to say if you're walking across the country, 
you know, and and you are you're you're doing the things that that you decide that you should do, and it's taking you longer to get from one side of the country to the other. Chances are, um, you there's some steps that you missed in the plan. Whatever that thought or idea was that you had initially, you didn't have all the steps. I mean, you may have thought that you know getting to this goal is a five step process. And this is what I often find when I'm working with people on their goals. You know, they'll sit down and they'll say it as a five-step process. Well, each one of those steps might have ten sub-steps. They may have ten steps before those five steps are reached. And so what was a five-step, what appeared to be a five-step goal is really a 50-step goal. And so, you know, you, you start out and you're working on it and you think the goal is broken when, in fact, it was always going to take you longer to reach that goal than you, than you had anticipated because there are more steps involved. Um, if, you, if that's the case, if it's taking you longer than you anticipated to reach your, your, um, your benchmark, then my question is, are there missing steps in your plan? If there are missing steps in your plan, the action step, what you need to do right now, my friend, is to go back and reestablish your timeline based on the newly discovered missing steps. Is that simple enough? It absolutely is. Now, we're not going to have time to get through all of the steps on today's show, so we're going to continue this tomorrow, but... What I want you to understand and what I want you to realize with what we're doing is the key to resurrecting a broken goal, the key to breathing some new life into a goal that's on life support is to sit down and to take a look at what you're doing, to really evaluate what you're doing so that you can determine what you need to do next. If you just feel like this thing is just dragging on and on and on, if you just feel like, you know what, I'm really missing the mark, if you just feel like, um, you know, like things need to be better, then you actually need to confirm that, and taking the steps that, that I mentioned will help you to do that. All right, we're just going to do a quick recap on what we've covered so far. You know, if you, are, if you have a goal that's on life support, a goal that's just not working for you, a goal that you're about to walk away from, a goal that's really not producing the results or the outcomes that you want to produce, then the first thing that you want to do is to just acknowledge that. Simply, I am not producing or what I'm doing is not producing the results or the outcomes that I want to produce. And that could be with anything. Maybe you had a monetary goal in mind as a benchmark. You know, I, I'm going to do this and I should earn X number of dollars. If you're not earning that, then simply acknowledge the fact that you're not producing the results you want. And the reason that I say it that way is because I don't want you to beat yourself up over this. An objective goal setter will take the steps necessary to reach a goal even when they don't feel like it. An emotional goal setter will take the steps to reach a goal when they feel like it. And when the feeling fades, the desire and the drive will fade as well. So we move from being an, object, from being an emotional goal setter to being an objective goal setter by looking at things in a more objective fashion without the judging. It's just simply what it is. Okay, So acknowledge that you're not producing the results that you want. Objectively accept where you are, and acceptance is a bridge to getting where you want to be. It's not a barrier. It doesn't shut it down. It doesn't say, you know, I, I accept it. It's just that's what it is and that's it. No. You accept it to simply say this is where I am today and to realize that wherever you go in life, you have to start where you are. So the, the starting point to get where you ultimately want to go is to acknowledge where you are and to not resist that. 
because when you resist it, you, you weaken yourself, you disempower yourself because of the fact that you're trying to resist something that is and something that came from uh, behaviors and things that you did in the past. When you resist and reject the past like that, instead of just accepting it as it is what it is, um, and I go forward from here, when you when you reject it, you really are wrestling and struggling with something that you can't change. And instead of getting on with the business of making it better, you just sit there and you wallow in, in the fact that um, that you, you're, you're having to live with consequences of, of past behaviors. So accept it, objectively accept where you are, and then look for the bright spots. Bright spots are basically those things that are, that are working well. And if you can't find bright spots in what you're doing or if you find them, then, you know, I then want you to go out and take a look at others who are also producing the results that you, are, that you want to produce and look at their bright spots, things that you can emulate. Um, we've gone through half of the troubleshooting process. Tomorrow we're going to continue this discussion on how do you resurrect and resuscitate broken, sick goals. I don't want you to give up on it. I don't want you to feel like, you know what, it's not happening and it will never happen. We're going to get those things. We're going to get them pumped up again. We're going to get them in motion again. We're going to do it right here on the Goals Coach Daily. All right? I'll talk to you tomorrow. I want you to know that this is Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach, telling you, as always, to get up, man. Get out and get going. All right, I want you to live. I want you to live fully. I want you to live free, and I want you to live without regrets. And I want you to know that the world is a better place because you are in it. It honestly is a better place because you are in it. Just make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. I'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll continue our discussion on how to resuscitate sick goals. <laughs>